0: Yo, what's up, and welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast. This is episode 57, and today we're going to talk about this idea of who's the Savior. Who is the Savior, um, and how not to uh, make ourselves the Savior, uh, because I've done it a lot. Uh, And it kind of this has to do with simplifying your life, and kind of this has to do with simplifying what you do. But mostly this is doing with simplifying your ministry, uh, so that kids know that, yeah, you're there, but kids also know that you have uh, boundaries set up and safe spaces set up so that uh, you're not tending to every need at every hour at every time. Uh, I know we want to, but for our personal health, uh, we have to be able to um, not do that. And so we're going to talk about this idea of making ourselves the savior. I'm going to share a couple of stories of when I made myself uh, the guy who had to do the saving. And at the end of the day, I was probably more hurt and tired. Uh, and actually, there was no one who was helped Uh, Because I'm serving out of a place of being in Jesus when I'm not Jesus. So let's get into this topic. Super stoked. Uh, Let's go. So I think too often we make ourselves the savior because we forget that God is on the, the throne, right? And I think what a lot of people don't know is um, we have to understand this idea that God made us uh, as broken people. Uh, this is one of my lines I use. He made us as broken people to literally go serve and bring broken people to the feet of the cross. Because we came to the feet of the cross, right? We, we came to the cross. And so we, 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 we honestly have to have a shift because too often we put ourselves in positions where we make ourselves Jesus when Jesus has already been Jesus. A story I'll share about that is I can remember it was straight out of high school. Uh, I, I said this line and I said, I will always you can call me anytime. Now, honestly, we know that we're all going to say that, and we know that we mean it, right? You can call me anytime. But what had happened was, is the, this idea of calling me anytime turned into less about, um, hey, I need, I need help, I need, I need prayer, I need this. It was, yo, I just want to talk, or yo, I, is this issue's not really serious, and it's not my job to gauge that. But when I feel like it's an unhealthy boundary or um, I'm being called for reasons that maybe I don't want to say this, but aren't that serious. It tires me out because I'm giving energy to this, like actual energy to this. And the question is, what are you giving your energy to and how are you using that wisely? And so with that situation, right, like I'm having all these people call me and text me like at random times and I'm answering them. What happened is I was pretty much 24 hours around the clock, which is ministry, but literally like not just like thinking about ministry or praying for kids. I was actually like, and this is kind of embarrassing, but I was tending to every need that everyone had. Leaders. Kids, past, you know, like everything. Something needed to get done. I didn't wait till the morning. I didn't save my email. I didn't schedule out my email. Everything had to be done right away. Everything had to be done right away. And the issue with that idea is that it's really not that serious if we can gauge it that way. And we understand that we ourselves are not the Savior. Jesus is. We're not the dude. All right. And, and and I look at this idea of the rich man. I look at this idea of kids. What are we teaching kids when we put this savior complex on ourselves? Like, what are we teaching them? Like, are we showing them the true way to live, the true way to love? Or are we actually hurting them more than we know? I look at it. Because kids in today's world are trying to be more independent than ever. I listened to this statistic, and it said uh, that kids nowadays, um, we usually relied on what our parents did, what our grandparents did, how they showed us to live. Uh, Kids nowadays and 20-year-olds and generations of years, um, they're not focused on that. They're focused on this idea. (laughs) This is crazy. They're focused on this idea that they're going to do it themselves. And also, this generation, I've said this before, this generation is a generation of producers. They literally, we literally just want to make stuff. Why do you think I have a podcast? All right. Yeah, I don't have hundreds of people listening. But I got thoughts and I want to share them with people. And the internet has given me the ability to do that through this source. So that's what I'm doing. This generation is already literally wired to act the way of a savior complex, to go the way of a savior com- to, of a savior complex. But you know what's wild? God never called us to do that way. God never told us to act that way. God never told us to put it all on, on all on our, on our own shoulders. That was hard. Uh, he never asked us to do that. He, he never said that so my my question is my confusion is where has the savior complex come from and this is what I found man did you know that evil is attracted to good it we eve the only way the enemy is going to be defeated is by God he was defeated by God right he already has been defeated by God. He's fighting a losing battle. He's trying to, he's trying to take us all down with them, right? But you know what's wild? Evil wants to be around good. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. And so if that was the heart of the enemy, why do we think that he won't try to steal, kill, and destroy us by making us take on it? Everybody's issues to where we know we don't even know our own. We don't even know our own, and that's what happened when I was answering this and this and this. Is 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 I was doing my job, and I was actually probably doing great at it. But you know what the issue was? <sighs> the enemy was using my business. He was really using my ministry to hurt me, because what happened is. I got a big ego. And I don't know about you. Maybe you're perfect and you don't get an ego. But I got a big ego because I was like, every kid is coming to me. Every kid wants to hear from me. Every kid wants to know about me. Every kid wants to hear about my ministry. Like time and time again, I was saying every kid wants to hear about me. But you know what I realized? And it really didn't matter. Sorry, the door opened. But it didn't matter what I was doing it didn't matter how cool i was serving kids it didn't matter because at the end of the day i had to remind myself i had to do that jesus is the lord and that the enemy wants to take down anything that he's doing right and so while i do think we do give the enemy too much credit i do think we have to understand that he's trying to to take us down, right? A lot of people might say, well, why do we talk about this? Like, this does, it's, not, it's not biblical. That's not what Jesus says. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, he does. One, he says time and time again that we cannot do this ourselves. That we cannot do this alone. Two, we can see that the temptation of Jesus was literally the enemy trying to tempt him, right? Right? And that even after Jesus's time on earth, we're going to see that the enemy still trying to tempt, hurt, and kill people. And, you know, Paul's like, I do what I want not to do, but I ought to do it, but I shouldn't do it, but I did it, so why do I do it? Like, most confusing scripture to me in the Bible, and he's saying, yo, I'm still tempted, and I do things I do not want to do, right? And a guy who had it all, really, like, who is the faith, and so man it doesn't matter how much you can do it doesn't matter how much you can you know why because at the end of the day you will do all the work <laughs> but jesus is going to get all the glory and if you have an issue with that you got to check your heart you got to check your heart man as humans we want accolades i think god made us that way but at the end of the day we should not want the glory yeah i don't why do we want the glory that that's all his all right, and so I share that story to say that we literally, I said literally a lot today, but we we cannot have this heart that we are the Savior because we're not. Jesus is. New slash. Sorry to, you know, hurt your feelings. Jesus is the Savior. Okay? He is. Just don't forget that. Like, he's the one who's doing this. Second, don't... don't well, the first point was don't hurt your, you know, don't hurt your kids in doing that. Like you're going to hurt kids by putting this savior complex on them because they're going to learn from you. And I had some leaders who had this complex and I learned from them. Right. And I'm not going to snitch, but I had some leaders who were like, yo, it's all about me. I'm doing this. And you could see where unhealth was in their lives. Uh, and it. It's happened to me, too, when unhealth is my life because I'm doing everything. Like, it it affected my family. It affected my friends. It affected uh, my relationships. It affected my church relationship. It affected uh, my job. Why? Because I was trying to give everyone everything because I was trying to be the Savior, and then I had nothing. Because here's something about giving everyone everything and then being the Savior. Being the Savior means you literally are the source, right? He says, I am the living water. If you come to this source, you will never run dry but as that woman we we figure out that she actually thought the source was something else her husband's whatever it was she thought something else was the source and what she realized very quickly is that no one else is the source only jesus is. and then when jesus says i know you i know your life then she's like oh my goodness you the savior oh my goodness you the messiah but hold up and then he's like i am the messiah right explain that super quickly and broadly but do we see She literally, like, if we look in her life, she thinks she's the savior. She's the one. She may not be serving people, but in her own life, she is the savior of her own life. And Jesus is like, but hold on. I am the living water. I am the life. You are not, you, you are not, you're not the savior. But I want to save you. I want to save you. All right. Don't hurt our kids in this. Don't, don't let, let's not let them learn this. Right. Because in this world today, they're they're being hit from every side of what to do and how to do it and told to do it. Let's try to give them some type of peace, some type of, hey, it's OK to be a kid. <laughs> it's OK to, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's OK to do whatever you want, but God, but we're with you we're for you, not against you, you know, that that kind of stuff and yeah we're just not the savior recognize who the living water is recognize who's the one who do this all right i think if we can have that we're okay i don't think i have to go into 20 minutes because i deliver my peace let's not let our kids latch onto this it's let our kids be like yo man i need to run to the savior to get more and then i can pour out but always pour out of overflow don't pour out of an empty cup what happens when we're the savior at some point our cup is going to get empty but if we go to jesus and know that he's the savior our cup will overflow will overflow thank you guys for listening hey i think we're gonna have some guests on next week's episode i don't want to promise anything but we've been talking some things out so uh, be ready for some guests super excited for that and appreciate you guys love you guys i'll catch y'all next week on the youth of the nation podcast peace